Coming down the aisle, it's Wrestlepedia with your host, the savant of the squared circle, the Ray Man of Wrestling, it's Brody, the Insane Brain Herman. Welcome back to Wrestlepedia with Brody, the Insane Brain Herman, the savant of the squared circle, the Rain Man of Wrestling. Brody, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I love today's topic. As you know, season one of this podcast uh, is all about rankings. And not the kind of rankings that you've seen other shows do, but really interesting categories. And I think today's category might be one of my favorites. This is counting down the top five crappiest gimmicks. Yeah. Now, let's, let's talk about what we mean by a crappy gimmick. It's a character that totally flopped in professional wrestling that just didn't work for a variety of reasons. So they, they thought, you know, they had a big idea. Yeah. They, they thought it was going to be a big hit. Yeah. And it just belly flopped yeah. completely. So this is going to be a fun category. I like this. For those of you who've never tuned in before, I highly recommend you to subscribe to the channel or to the podcast. Uh, this isn't like every other show. Brody is 18 years old, and when I say he's a savant when it comes to this, I am using the term very literally. Uh, he's been studying professional wrestling since he was in diapers, yeah. and is like a Google. Uh, every match that's ever happened, every wrestler, every promoter, every booker, uh, everything that's ever happened is somehow right at his fingertips in his brain, uh, which is why his brain is insane. Right. So let's let's go ahead and jump in on this because I think this is going to be a fun one. If you disagree with anything on the list, make sure to put it in the comments. And if you have any questions or suggestions, send them directly to Brody at his email address, which is Brody B R D Y at theinsanebrain.com. And I, of course, am the dad, still sporting my Hulk Hogan style Fu Manchu, but still looking like Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka. So getting to the getting to the list of the crappiest gimmicks of all time, let's start with number five. Number five is the Yeti portrayed by Ron Reese. Give us some context. When when was this? Uh, this was so. Let's dive back into WCW. Uh, this is when 1995. Eric Bischoff took over as president of WCW. Um, the booking committee at that time had people on it like Kevin Sullivan, Ric Flair, Terry Taylor. By this point, we'll talk about him literally in a few minutes. But um. It's a lot of members, and remember, Andre the Giant had passed away in, in 1992, early 92, and the wrestling is looking now for its next giant. This is going to be this this giant. So, of course, they tried it with Giant Gonzalez earlier, and that, that didn't really work with Jorge Gonzalez. He was really 7'7". Seven seven. He went for the... You know, played for the Atlanta Hawks. It didn't work out. Turner entered him in the wrestling since they paid him a lot of money. He's from Argentina. Unfortunately, died very young. Well, this, at seven seven, they do. Tend they to do die, die yeah. But that, that we're we're it's so not now about we're him. in nineteen ninety five. This is this is important. Why we're going to talk about this? Okay. They debuted two seven foot guys. Supposed to be three with Giant Gonzalez, but his health was bad. It's supposed to be we're going to bring these giants in. We need our Andre. This is hence we're going to get to it in a minute. So Hulk Hogan's defending the title. By the way, this never usually happens in professional wrestling, but the idea here is. The Giant, the Big Show, which he was called the Giant at the time, is going to beat Hulk Hogan for the title in this first professional match ever. This is going to be a huge shocker, and it's going to. But this is where this gets interesting. Not only do they need to debut one giant, 
They need to debut another giant, and that would be Ron Reese. He was a basketball player up at St. Clair University, and we're gonna and we're gonna call him the Yeti. Um, so the Big Show became big. He was huge, but yeah, him I like. Yeah, well, but I've never heard of the Yeti. <laughs> most people haven't. Uh, so the Yeti is about seven. He's a little bigger than Big Show. Big Show's about seven foot. He's this guy's about seven two. He played basketball. He had the shortest little arms though. He looked like he was known as the T Rex. I Ron call Reese, him the T Rex. Ron Reese had a little had little arms, but. This the Yeti, you know, he's supposed to look like a snowy, furry creature. This was him wrapped in toilet paper. This just didn't go well. And he comes out there during a match, and the very, and very famous Tony Schiavone uh, quote, the Yeti, he screams the Yeti, and he comes out wearing this toilet paper, and they're part of this Dungeon of Doom group. And, of course, he comes in, and he shares a bear hug with the giant and interferes. He old giant wins, beats Hulk Hogan for the title his first time in Halloween Havoc. Of course, the Yeti doesn't go over very well, and it's just, it wasn't a bad... Is this something that people could watch on YouTube? Yeah, so you can go to the WWE Network, or you can go to YouTube and just type in the Yeti WCW Halloween Havoc 1995, and you will see this individual wrapped in toilet paper, (laughs) bear-hugging Hulk Hogan with the the Giant, the Big Show, and his first night in. Both wrestlers were debuting on the show. Of course, the Giant would become the Big Show, portrayed by Paul White. It ended up becoming a successful character. Of course, he won the title launches group. He's clearly this other guy. But the Yeti was never heard. The Yeti again. was never well, well he was around like, a little longer, but until much like the real Yeti. Yeah, until nineteen ninety eight. Did guy they ever have a, did they ever try a giant named Bigfoot or Sasquatch? Has that ever been uh... I'm sure it's been pros in wrestling, but it's Andre the Giant was actually Bigfoot. They ran with that for a little while when he was on the T V show. So it's it's happened, but not not in I think a large it's, I think it's time for another one because they, they they were wrestling today. Does it does it have anybody that we can call a giant? I mean you can still? call I mean there's Bob, I mean there's Dabakato at six ten, the big show's still around at seven foot, you've got you know, the Nigerian bodyguard of AJ Styles almost at like seven, I don't, I don't want to see seven, four. I mean, there are giants. There's always going to be giants. But are they be... truly giants or are they just tall people? Because Andre the Giant was a giant. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're tall these people, people just who have large a lot hands. Of times, okay, because a lot of times these tall people are like these basketball guys. I picture them just being tall, but not necessarily... Giant hands-wise like and feet. You know? yeah. I mean, Big Show looks like a, a wrestler. Right, he looks like a wrestler. They get him in a wrestling shape. Because Big Show used to play basketball. But I would imagine if Big Show was standing next to Andre the Giant, uh, Big Show would actually not look that big. No, no, no. It would, it would actually be pretty much... I mean, they're both... I mean, they look more like... They would look like buddies. Like, they would be like normal friends hanging out. Like, these two jar, giant I, men. Let me tell you, that is an overstatement. I don't think under any circumstances they would look like two normal guys hanging out. But maybe you're right. Let's go to number four on your list for the crappiest gimmick in the history of professional wrestling. Who do you have? Mentioned him earlier, Terry Taylor, and we'll talk and he's like, Terry Taylor. Well, when he played the Red Rooster, that was not a very good gimmick. Uh, Vince McMahon, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Red Rooster. The Red Rooster. When was this? This, this was in 1988. Terry Taylor was, I think he was in the UWF for Bill Watts. He was the top baby face at the time. And, you know, he was, he was a pretty good wrestler. He started wrestling in 1979. This guy had... Looks like it. He should be a star. This guy looks like a star, but of course, Vince McMahon, he wants him to be a bad guy because he looks too much like Hogan and we need him on the heel side. That's where we're going. He's a cocky bugger and we're going to make, because he's cocky, we want to make him a cockle doodle doo rooster. So Vince is getting in this mind. Of course, we got to make his hair red. We got to have a red mohawk and we got to have him with red gear. Most wrestlers have red, red trunks. And of course, he needs to do the cock of the walk. He has to cluck. That's a thing, and oh, he needs, he's got to be the right... Because people weren't ready for I him wonder, to be I wonder, do you think... Because at the time, uh, Sammy Hagar was kind of taking over as lead singer of Van Halen, and yeah. he was, he's the Red Rocker. Isn't that his nickname? Yeah. 
Do you think that that inspired the Red Rooster? No, I'd probably. Is that a play I don't on know that? if Vince McMahon listens to much of Van Halen. I don't. He probably didn't even know what Red Rocker probably was. He he only saw it as so, him being cocky and him so being he, like a so rooster. So they dressed him up like a rooster. And did he have one of those like walks where he? Yeah, he would do the walk with his head, and it, it was how long just, did this last? Um, it, it lasted until about I think I think it only lasted a year, and then he went back to WCW in about '89. Then he went back to WWE. He jumped all over the place. Then he went back to WWE's The Tailor Made Man, and then of course when he came out, everybody did. So they were still yeah. they were still making fun of him. Yeah, first, right? game Rooster. over. And I'm assuming you can go on YouTube. Oh yeah, you can. In, yeah, uh, Red Rooster WWE. You can find this guy wearing all red and like a robe. And do, then you, you, do you think? Do you think on. when these guys are are wearing the stuff that they look at themselves in the mirror and every so often they say? This is just ridiculous. Why, this I'm, isn't this isn't gonna work. No, I, I'm sure they do, and of course Terry Taylor is probably wondering. I'm a big top wrestling Hulk Hogan ripoff star with Bill Watts, and why am I in um, WWE now? And I'm trying to be a main eventer. Do you ever and get the sense? Do you ever get the sense that Vince McMahon sometimes would come up with these kind of things to kind of humiliate? Oh, or, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a rib in its own way. I'm sure to Terry, it's got to be a rib or something that's... You know, he's under contract, so he doesn't have a lot of choice. Yeah, we, we got to make him... We take gotta, him down a peg a little bit. Yeah, you, you're probably right. We got to we gotta make... We got to... God dang, we got to give him a rib. He's got to look like a banny rooster. Meant oh probably something well, like that. My, right, let's get to number three on your list, because this is a very fun category. Yeah. Because I'm a guy, I'm into marketing. I yeah. do a lot of that in, in my business. Yeah. So when I see a, a bad marketing thing kind yeah. of... Uh, to you know, flop like this, yeah. I, I find it particularly entertaining. Who do you have at number three? Shockmaster, portrayed by Fred Ottman. And I'll say this: first, what time period are we talking? Uh, about well, he can, he debuts in WCW nineteen ninety three. I got to give you context of why he's here in this gimmick. Um, he was tugboat. Remember, WrestleMania seven was supposed to be in the big Los Angeles building, and the original main event of WrestleMania, I think it was seven in California. It was supposed to be Hulk Hogan. Versus Sheik Tugboat. We need to turn Tugboat, Fred Ottman, into a bad guy. And he's going to be Sheik Tugboat. He's turned against the United States. It's going to be great. He's turned against the United States. And he's now going to be this iron... This Sheik. This is during Desert Storm. And, of course, the Los Angeles Police Department or whatever said we can't secure the event. So they had to move it to the arena. Of course, Vince was upset. And all of a sudden, they realized that Fred Ottman is not going to be... You know, the main event. We got to make Sergeant Slaughter do Sergeant Slaughter the bad oh, guy. I miss Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, well, he became Sheik Slaughter. We got to make him a bad guy, you know, kind of an era bad guy to go against Hogan because he was going to be this all-American guy versus him. And they wanted to get the belt back on Hogan since Ultimate Warrior failed before. And we got to get a heel to turn it between Warrior and Hogan. Well, after that, of course, Fred Ottman says, not going to put me in the main event of WrestleMania. Nah, I'm going to go to WCW. I'm going to go to the competition. For some reason, then when he jumps over, so all of a sudden... He goes to the WCW. Yeah, he goes to... So this to is the, not a Vince McMahon deal. This is not a Vince McMahon deal at this particular and, moment. And what do they do to him? They, this is, you can look this up on YouTube. They give him a vest, like a brown, a black furry vest, and a Stormtrooper helmet with glitter all over it, and call him the Shockmaster, which none of it makes sense. And you're going to come... Ric Flair came back to WCW in 1993 and did this show called The Flair for the Gold and had his future wife, Wendy, on there as a maid or whatever, kind of like this... Palace and all these wrestlers at talk shows back then. It was a little. It was. It was a thing. And coming out, Shockmaster is going to make this huge entrance. And coming out, he trips on a cord and falls over through the uh, paper, and, and he falls over. It's a fail on YouTube. You can look it up. Shockmaster's failed debut is one of the. It was. It was. It was viral before YouTube, and then now it's even more viral. It's amazing. 
and he falls over and then all of a sudden it was like a needle in the balloon and of course why is this thing here and of course the gimmick blew up he went back to the wwe's typhoon his career shortly ended after a year of this he's been retired in 1994 and he's gone on i guess to do certain things but he's made a lot of money so i'm sure he's doing whatever he wants to do oh, well, but I don't, you know. I don't know much i don't know much you made, but that sounds like a, a tremendous failure yeah it was a highlighted failure. by the fact that he tripped on his way in <laughs> yeah tripped uh, well you it's gotta on your be way hard in. to see out of a glittery stormtrooper yeah, helmet i'm sure let's get to number two on the list of the crappiest and f biggest flop gimmicks in yeah. the history of professional well, wrestling. Well, of course, one of our most despised figures, Jim Hurd, came up with this one. You can look this up in a previous episode. And it was the Ding Dongs. This is an idea. We want to make a baby-faced tag team just like the WWE. They need to be colorful. And we need to... And they call them the Ding Dongs? Ding Dongs. See, where I'm from in, in New York, a Ding Dong is, is like a, a, a cake, a Drake's cake. Well, they, this is what they wanted to do. They... Let's call let's call him the Ding Dongs. Well, obviously he this is this is really bad. Babyface team. They're from Belleville, Illinois. Since Jim Hurts from St. Louis and the town that has the word Bell in it's Belleville, Illinois. And the Ding Dongs are wearing saltwater taffy orange body suits with masks and are wearing bells. And they debut just on a random episode of and all of a sudden they go and the bells are shooting in the audience. Oh my it's the God. entire rings. Every time, they, who were the Ding Dongs? I the Ding Dongs. They don't even. We don't even know who the Ding Dongs really were since they had different wrestlers playing Ding Dong number one and Ding Dong number two because that's why they're under. And they, they never had any other identity. No, they just Ding Dong one. Ding so they Dong came two. in as a tag team. Was yeah. one of them Ding and the other one Dong? No, they just called them Ding both, Dong the team one. Was ding Dong. Ding Dongs, and they would call Ding Dong one and Ding Dong two. Doesn't that seem odd that they wouldn't just call one of them Ding and one of them Dong? Well, probably because they were probably different wrestlers in in and out of the suits, and, and they maybe just, nobody wanted to be called Dong for obvious. Reasons. Yeah, obviously nobody wanted to be called. This is going to be great. The kids are going to go. Every time they made a move, the other one there was like a ship spell, and you had to go on the ropes on a tag team match, holding the thing and ring the bell. Every time they made a movement. It's just noise and, of are bells. Are there any notable matches that they were No, in? there were no notable matches. No just like, No championships. The ding-dongs donged out of it just, WCW. Yeah, it just, yeah, it it was just a big flop. Out. Big flop. Well, and that takes us to the number one, the crappiest gimmick in the history of professional wrestling. Drum roll. Yeah. Who do you have? Gobbledygooker. Uh, it was the Gobbledygooker portrayed by Hector Guerrero. They actually named the crappiest... Gobbly Gooker? Yeah. Oh my god. Well they named the crappiest the crappiest wrestling award of the year is called the Gobbly Gooker Award. So the, I mean this is bad. Let's go preface this. Hector Guerrero is part of the Guerrero family, which is a great family. Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, the whole Guerrero wrestling family, and we gotta give them something to do to make this big debut. Well, they hyped it up for weeks. They have this egg on television. This egg for Survivor Series nineteen ninety where the Undertaker debuts, but we gotta debut this other big wrestler. This is egg. It's it's in, it's in a nest, and and we're hyping this up. And Mean Gene Oakland. All of a sudden, Mean Gene, of course, when he comes, this is supposed to be a huge thing. It's going to come out of the egg. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to hatch. It's going to hatch at Survivor Series 1992. And to watch this thing hatch. Well, everyone thought it could be the Undertaker. It could be this. It could be that. All of a sudden, the egg hatches, and Gene's there, and it's just and it's just turkey chicken looking thing it's like that what is this it's got a beak it's got bulging eyes it looks like the san diego chicken you would have thought that turkey. after the red rooster yeah. you would have realized people were done with poultry. oh i mean yeah they didn't probably... want any more poultry no but I, vince did um so they they had a yeah this guy this thing coming out of it we don't even know it's turkey chicken nobody knew what it was and it came it out it could be a turducken that's her who who even knows 
comes out of this thing and all of a sudden it's about it was just a huge flop and poor Hector he's doing well now he's com he was commentating in Impact Wrestling last how, how long did that character last um few few weeks if that I mean it was pretty much spoiled after Survivor Series 1990 I mean it was just awful i mean it was just it was like it was like a needle in a balloon it ruined the show until the undertaker debuted but it was it was not it's not a note it was a noteworthy flop and unfortunately well, just go. didn't pan out yeah that sounds terrible well there you have it folks a very fun episode uh and it just goes to show you in marketing you never know what's gonna work uh people come up with stuff all the time and and uh some of it hits with people, and some of it just uh, falls flat. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game in the world of marketing. Anyway, if if we've left any out of the list uh, that you thought should have been there, or if you thought Brody got the order wrong, uh, let us know about it. Leave something in the comments, or send him an email at Brody um, at theinsanebrain dot com. Yep. Subscribe to the podcast and to the uh, YouTube channel. And once again, we, we very much appreciate you uh, tuning in. Take care, folks. Yep.